Inside TBT, episode eight. We are excited because we have a lot going on on this episode. You knew we were going to get Jay Sean Tate. He joins us, new player from Big X. Some are calling him the best player in the TBT. We also have Bobby Brown on from Overseas Elite, the second seed, but maybe the favorites to win the whole thing. And I guess technically we have Nick Young on for about 15 seconds because Bobby Brown gives him a call. And you've been waiting for this. We have our bracket reveal who Joey and I think will be taking home the $1 million grand prize for TBT. And it's all brought to you by Germless Masks. Head on over to germlessmasks.com. They got any mask that you need. They got the N65 mask, which guess what? You can breathe in it. And they also have the N170 respirator masks. And they've got tons of options to dress up all your masks, however you want to do it. Get them embroidered. Get Kobe on there. Get Travis Scott. Oh, they only have a couple options. Just 3,000 options. And I think, I might be wrong, but I think, Joey, I think they have social media. Is that correct? At Journalist Masks on Instagram. <laughs> at Journalist Masks on Instagram. Instagram, at Journalist Masks on Twitter. You won't catch us not wearing a Journalist Mask if we're wearing a mask, which we always are because we're safe. <laughs> Take precautions. And when we do, we wear germless masks. If you're going to wear a mask, wear a germless mask. That's, right. the best, that's the best one you've done. Wow, that was good. On the count of three. One, two, three. If you're going to wear a mask, wear a germless mask. <laughs> Sorry. You won't catch me singing the, the germless mask theme song, I don't think. But if you are going to sing a theme song, it's going to be the germless mask. Oh, no song. doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Let's get to our bracket reveal. Yeah. So hopefully no other teams are removed and replaced. That would be a bummer. We're recording this. We're recording this on Tuesday night, which is not our normal recording night. We usually record late on Wednesday night before a Thursday show, um, because I'm moving to Columbus. Shout out! Shout out me for moving to Columbus. I heard you're moving straight to Nationwide Arena. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm actually living in Nationwide Arena. Pretty crazy. G- great. Um, great timing. Um, also. Uh, very funny coincidence that the TBT happened to be going on, but I'll be moving into Nationwide Arena. One of three that we living in there. The other two have nothing to do with the TBT. Just, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right, but Thanks. the bracket, the bracket. So as we said, things may change. We hope they don't change. But these are our brackets. So, oh, you got so loud just now. I got really close to the mic. <laughs> so I think what we should do is kind of go game by game each round and then we'll we'll go over who's in our like elite eight and final four that'll be the easiest way to do it okay all right so the first matchup house of pain versus war tampa i mean there was no way i wasn't taking fletcher mcgee in war tampa yeah and i took house of pain because um i want the big 10 big 10 matchup in the second round plus michael tulip is my guy all right big x versus jackson tennessee Jay Sean Tate's Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, biggest uh, mismatch in the first round. Jay Sean Tate's a lot, but it's all kind of being thrown together last minute. And the Tennessee underdogs have been waiting for this. I'm going Jackson, Tennessee in the first upset. Actually, War Tampa's an upset too, technically, but I'm taking I'm taking Jackson. Well, underdogs are the underdogs. The underdogs are the underdogs until proven differently. <laughs> um, I don't hate that. We talked about how how. If Jay Sean Tate's not on Big X, they're a completely different team. But since they are, I'm taking Big X. 
Fair enough. All right, Team CP3 versus Mid-American Unity. You would have to – You, if I was ever kidnapped and you wanted to know that something was wrong, you need to know something was wrong, I would say something like, I'm betting against Romeo Travis in a game. That's how you would know that, that I was kidnapped and something was wrong with me because I'm taking my guy Romeo. <laughs> Mid-American Unity, LeBron, over Team CP3. Okay, we haven't gone over these together, so it's funny that we have the opposite pick so far. I'm taking CP3 because the team is just all around better than Mid-American Unity. All right. All right. Even though our guy, Romeo Travis is our guy. I'll, I'll say it again, but, yeah, no, no chance, I'd say. Brotherly Love versus Stillwater Stars. Stars shine, stars shine bright in this tournament. I'm taking the Stillwater Stars. Who'd you take? I took, I took Brotherly Love. How much are we throwing on this? A hundred? Winner gets winner gets it? Who has a thousand, I mean. Who has a better bracket? Yeah. Yeah. Let's put 10K on it. All right. And and yeah. Okay. And right. fans, you can go online and sign up and say if you want Andrew or Joey's <laughs> bracket, and then you'll yeah, get you a guys percentage. Can, you guys can stake the ten thousand. You know, I'll if you want to buy um ten percent of my ten thousand dollar entry then you can get 10% of the winnings. So, um, so feel free to, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and the to place to do that is go to germlessmasks.com. It'll explain all the things you need. Or to you know. could just Venmo me. Yeah, that's easy too. All right, moving to the other side of the bracket. <laughs> moving Armor, on. Armored athlete to power of the – reverse power of the paw. I think we both split this one too. I took power of the paw. Joe? Yeah, I took armored athlete because I Clemson beat me in – college and basketball and they beat us in football and i just don't like clemson that's my power, power of the paw has jakeen and gant who went to mizzou for a brief period so power of the paw okay all right jimmy we v definitely both have this one <laughs> jimmy v versus heard that and we both took heard that but jimmy v's team is very good they are in they slide in at that 10 seed because of the replacement but good for them they went from the 25th seed to the 10th seed that's a good deal yeah. for them they, they, they hit me up on Twitter, and they were like, hey, let's g give us some love now. We're in. And, and I was looking at the roster, looking at some things. They have a very, very good team. Don't be surprised if they win that game, but there was no way we were betting against John Elmore. And they do have, I mentioned in the other podcast, they got Josh Perkins, and point guards are so important in the TBT and stuff, and he's great. But what, dude? We're so biased. We're taking her that. Yeah, we are very, very biased. Moving down, Heartfire versus Men of Mackey. Imagine picking against Coach Homer Drew. Not just because we think they're going to win, but just the nicest guy in the history of the world. Team Heartfire moves on. What do you yeah. got? Agreed. I'll take the route of they have an, the, one of the most underrated rosters in the entire tournament. Speaking of underrated rosters, Team Hines versus Sideline Cancer. Team Hines 11 <laughs> seed. I got Team Hines, and I got them going for, going far, little spoiler, but Team Hines over Sideline Cancer. Joe, what do you got? Yeah, I have Team Hines as well. It's fun. We Now we kind of have the same teams for a little bit. But, yeah, uh, I have Team Hines just because they're overseas elite 2.0, and they're not getting enough love. They'll prove it this year, though. You know what's going to bite us in the ass? Marcus Keene scoring 55 in the opening game. If he scores, if he scores, you heard it here first. I love Marcus Keene. It's my guy. If he scores more than 25, I'll, get, I'll send a random Venmo to uh, one person that, that responds to, our, uh, to us posting the, the, the tweet, the, posting the, the link to the podcast, okay? All right. 
Moving on. So Carmen's crew versus House of Pain slash. You should be getting all this interaction, by the way. Look, I mean, it's just it's gonna be impossible for people not to interact with us now. Yeah. Sorry. Carmen's crew versus you had House of Pain. I had War Tampa. We both have Carmen's. We crew. both have Carmen's crew. Moving on. Big X Jackson Tennessee winner against Red Scare. What do you have? I'm taking Big X because I ain't scared of the Red Scare. Wait, we have to say the Red Scare. That's not making fun of them. It's just fun to do that. Yeah, not not scared of them. And because I'm biased. But I'm not scared of them. Yeah, Red Scare. Okay. Oh, you're taking Red Scare then? Yeah, I took Red Scare because I'm scared. And and Ryan Mike Sell, we he got bad when we were kind of like your pro career, and he was like, I'm trying to play in the NBA, so he is he's out to prove something. Yeah, you yeah. See, you'll you'll learn one day that you don't say. So when are you going overseas to someone ever? You never say that. <laughs> yeah, you did it with spoiler. He did it with JT. <laughs> well, I kinda. only said that because you'll hear. <laughs> and my mom, you guys didn't hear that. She goes, oh, when do, when do you go back overseas after the interview is over when she just came in down to say hi? And I was like, mom, you don't say that. He's not going overseas. Anyway. Yeah, but in your mom's defense, she probably assumed he's on like a two- or three-year contract or something like that. that yeah, in my mom's defense, of. she just doesn't know anybody. Right. And in my defense, it was for the sake of the question that I asked. So you guys will hear that. Right. Golden Eagles versus Mid-American Unity, Team CP3 winner. I got, uh, I got the Marquette alumni, Golden Eagles moving on. I got the Eags. I got the Eags. All right. Brotherly Love and Stillwater Stars against Everline Drive. I think we both have Drive the Lane, Everline Drive. That's our roots. We're sticking true to our roots. All right. Overseas Elite. Skip. We both advanced Overseas Elite over the Armored Athlete Power. The and we Paul both winner. advanced the money team, right? We both advanced the money team over Heard That. We both advanced – We both advanced Bayheim's Army, and I think we both advanced Team Hines, right? Correct. Team Hines over Challenge ALS, even though it's a great cause. I, we're both very high on, on Team Hines, so hopefully they prove us right. So our Elite Eight is identical, except I have Red Scare, you have Big X. Correct. So, big, so we'll start but with But that you. goes back to what we were talking about right when it got announced that the eight – is they're the eight and they might not be the right order, but they're the best eight teams I'd say. So kind of goes back to that. Well, we have Heinz over ALS, which is right. It's no, I'm just yeah. saying like yeah, 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 yeah. six of the eight in yeah. the, in the, and in my case, one of those two that I don't have in is the ninth seed. So, right. Well, no, the ninth seed is big X. Yeah. All right. I get what you're saying now. All right, Big X, Carmen's crew, who's advancing to the Big finals X not four? the 10th seed. You'd think they'd do that, you know? Make them the 10th seed because they're Big 10. Big anyway. 10, yeah, next year. Who's advancing to the final four for you? Carmen's crew, Red Scare. Carmen's crew, Big X. Carmen's crew, Big X. Okay, for I me, think we're both going to have Carmen's crew, but um, that game is just a – it's just the old heads versus the new guys, and it's just – I Big X, they had some sort of Cinderella run to get here. You know, that's all right. I'm saying. And the clock right. strikes midnight on them. That's, that's what I'll say. Despite me having Red Scare in that game against Carmen's crew, I would love to see the Jay Sean Tate, Dockich, Keyshawn Woods going against their former – Yeah, that's – Not and, former and, teammates. You and know CJ Jackson, obviously. But, yeah, yeah I, I – that's kind of why I did it is because that's the dream scenario for me, obviously. So, yeah. And I'd be rooting for Big X. And I think that 
Big X might have a better chance of beating them than Red Scare just because they know them so well. Yeah. You know, and it would be personal. I don't know. Also, Carmen Screw could have a way better chance of beating them because they know because they know Big X so well, you know? So and something we haven't even really said is is Deshaun Thomas could just not make any of this relevant at all. Right. No, that's you'll see as we get later on. I've been so I mean, I will not back down from my statement that I thought it was Bayheim's art. Well, I guess I am backing down from it. I Bayheim's army was my team that was gonna win it all. That's who I had. And then Deshaun Thomas gets added and throw that all out the window. I completely changed yeah. my mind. So we'll get to that though. All right, Eagles, Golden Eagles versus Everline Drive. What do you have? Uh, I have the Golden Eagles. Do you really? Yeah. I got Everline Drive, man. All right, good. Everline Drive the lane. I got Everline Drive because I, I think those guys. Because JP McCarroll was such a great interview. Well, it's just it's t- it's tough to bet against the Marquette team. But I just think Everline Drive has added a bunch of really good guys, and that would be their third game by then, and it would be past like the oh, are they? Or it'd be their second game. It'd be past like are they going to be able to play together? Blah blah. So I think that uh, I think Everline Drive can beat them, I, and it would be an even though it's a it's a even though it's a I just want to get the seat. Even though it's a four five game, it's an upset if Everline Drive wins, and I think. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> so I got Everline yeah. versus Carmen's crew on the left, and you got Eagles versus Carmen's crew. Yeah, and I think one way that I'll look at this is if the Golden Eagles see that Carmen's crew has won and that's who they get a, get a chance to avenge their championship loss to, that puts, adds a little fuel to the fire for them. So, yeah, I'll t- I'm going to take the Golden Eagles because, again, I'm, like, picking the matchups I want to see. You know, I want to see Big X versus Carmen's crew again. I yeah. want to see – Carmen's crew versus Golden Eagles again, you know, and then you'll I'll get to the other stuff too. All right. Overseas elite versus the money team, which is what we we may think this is the most interesting matchup throughout the tournament. We could see an overseas Carmen's crew championship. We could see an overseas Bayheim, you know, final four matchup. But I think this has potential to be one of, if not the best games, if it happens, overseas elite versus the money team. I think that the money team might have a little bit of a more talented roster. That's crazy to say but I really do think that, but overseas elites experience and they just like, they just know how to win. And Joe Johnson is, I mean, we throw out best player in the tournament. He literally is the best player in the tournament in terms of reputation, yeah. legacy, his peak, obviously um, he's 38 years old. So, I mean, like who knows if he slowed down a step or not, regardless. Um, I think he kind of takes them to a new level. I will say the money team added Wade Baldwin, um, mm-hmm. which there were rumors that he was going to join Kerman's crew, actually. But um, he uh, is on the money team. It gives them an NBA point guard at guard who could take over the game. I mean, he's, he's, he is the guy that we were talking about last episode in terms of if there's a guy out there that is using the TBT as a child in between NBA contracts, it's him, kind of. It really is. He's off his NBA deal. He was a first-round pick. You know, like he had a good stint at Portland, and now he's looking for his next thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of takes um, TMT to a, to a new level, but I'm going to pick overseas elite because that's the you, safe pick. You said it perfectly. That's exactly what I'm doing. And now we get back. Now we get down to the last elite eight matchup, Bayheim's army versus team Hines. I have a feeling we differ here. Yeah. What'd you say? Well, I'm taking Bayheim's army because uh, I, I truly think they are one of the four best teams without a doubt. And I think that, 
Um, again, they have, they're due. Like they are a, a team of destiny. We'll see for sure if, if when they start playing. But I just think that there's something special about an alumni team that can kind of put you over the hump when you're out talented, you know, which they probably will be a little bit um, against Team Hines because Team Hines' guys are, are still in the prime of their careers, whereas Syracuse guys, maybe they're over the hump a little bit. You know, they've got guys who've been playing professionally for 15 years, you know. So um, that's where I'm coming from just in terms of – it's the same thing with Carmen's crew. They lack in talent in some spots, but they make up for it in chemistry and the ultimate team basketball. I think uh, Bayheim's Army is the same kind of deal. Yeah, and I, I have Team Hines for this reason. We've seen Bayheim's Army get ups, upset before, not angry, as in they've lost games they shouldn't have before. And obviously they retooled. They didn't rebuild because obviously there's no salary or anything like that. But they added more, so they come back with, with a more stacked roster. But I think they could run into a Team Hines team that's just in a groove, and they'll be playing their third game. And, and you know when team get when guys like uh, – well, Marcus Keene's a hot boy on uh, sideline cancer, but when teams get hot, it's tough to beat them. And I think Team Hines could be really, really hot come the Elite Eight and, and get by Bayheim's Army. All of these games, I'll say, except for Carmen's crew over Big X, I wouldn't be surprised um, if the other team wins and the teams that I picked. So um, wouldn't be surprised if the money team beat Overseas Elite. Wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, Bayheim's Army lost to Team Hines. Wouldn't be surprised if Everline Drive upset, quote-unquote, Marquette. But I would be surprised if Carmen's crew lost it to Big X. Or Red Scare, honestly. I'd be surprised. We both knocked them out in the Elite Eight, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the money team holding the trophy at the end of this thing either. Yeah, they might have the most talented roster. Not not the most underrated roster, but the most talented. And apparently they might not even be done yet. I I think they've got to be done now with signing Wade Baldwin. I mean – Tony Roden and Wade Baldwin are both top six guys yeah. in the tournament, probably. You know, yeah. so we we say that all the time. We have like fifteen guys that are top five players in TBT. Here's here's a t- off the top of my head. Deshaun Thomas. These aren't in no particular order. Deshaun Thomas, Joe Johnson, Jay Sean Tate. I'm looking at going kind of like le- like the top part, um, and then you got guys like Wade Baldwin and Tony Roden. Um, you got guys like. Brandon Paul, Isaiah Austin. Um, Chris Paul's team has guys that I can't think of off the top of my head. But, I mean, well, like, they got, like, P.J. Harrison, Kennedy Meeks, guys like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And, like, uh, um, what's his name on uh, – oh, geez, I'm blanking. But, I mean, there are so many really good players, but I think the money team has some of the best. Yeah. Especially in these later rounds. Like, there are teams that have great guys, like Hartfire – Isaiah Austin is a freak of nature, but he might not be there. So it doesn't – you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, my final four is Carmen's Crew, Eberline Drive, Overseas Elite, and Team Hines. Yours is Carmen's Crew, Golden Eagles, Overseas Elite, Bayheim's Army. What's your championship game and who's winning it all for you? I have Carmen's Crew beating over, uh, beating uh, Golden Eagles in a uh, – um, In a shootout. In a, in a ma- – no, not a shootout. <laughs> In a, in a rematch of last year's championship game, I have Overseas Elite beating Bayheim's Army, which was st- literally the hardest. It, it's the, it was the hardest game I had to pick because when I got to it, I was just like, I know Bayheim's Army is the team of destiny, but Overseas Elite is just better. 
They're just better. On paper, they're just better. So I went with Overseas Elite because they're the closest thing to being an alumni team without being an alumni team, you know, just because they've been in it year after year. Um, And just Joe Johnson takes them over the edge. So my championship game is Carmen's Crew versus Overseas Elite. As we know, Overseas Elite has only lost to one team in the history of the TBT, and that was Carmen's Crew last year. And newsflash, folks, they're losing again. Carmen's Crew is holding the championship trophy again with nobody cheering in the crowd except for Dan Friel, Josh Brown, and Jake (laughs) Bavarsky. (laughs) Okay? They're all, woo, woo! They're holding the trophy. (laughs) No, but they're standing. They're holding the trophy. Columbus is packing the outside of the stadium six, six feet away from each other, waiting to cheer them on as they walk out of the stadium. And it's all because of the addition of Deshaun Thomas. I think that just puts them over the edge in terms of it gives them just another option. There's no doubt that they are the best defensive team with David Lighty, Aaron Kraft, Jeff Gibbs. You know, the list goes on and on. But now they add a firepower weapon, Deshaun Thomas on, on offense to go with Buford, the, the returning MVP, who we don't even talk about on this show. Um, they're my champion because they're the champs until proven otherwise. Yeah, I agree. And I also think for me – You agree, but you don't have them winning, right? Well, I agree that they are the champs until proven otherwise, but I have overseas elite winning the whole thing. I have Overseas Elite beating Team Hines. I have Carmen's Group beating Everline Drive. And I have Overseas Elite winning it all. Should we give a score? Let's give a score. I think they. I think Carmen's Crew, the Elam ending number will be 89. Oh, no, I was going to say 88. No, 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 no. I changed my mind. It'll be 84, okay? And Carmen's Crew wins 84 to 81 on a John Diebler corner three all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for you overseas elite all right we'll, we'll stick with 84 for the elam ending okay joe johnson pulls up for three when they only need two and overseas elite wins 85 to 80 <laughs> goes like one that. goes one over the elam ending i like that i like that yeah i would I be surprised if Overseas Elite beat the Carbon's crew? Of course not. I still think Bayheim's Army might have – even though I have Overseas Elite beating them, I think Bayheim's Army has the second-best chance of winning, which yeah. is crazy. If but you I can't already beat- tell, we're so excited about this, and we, and we just want all the games to be good, and we want yeah. all the guys we've interviewed to succeed. Right. No, and- exactly. <sighs> and, and who's winning uh, when there's a three-point contest? Because we're pushing for that so hard. Who do you got for the three-point contest? We'll say the three-point contest is Marcus Keene, Fletcher McGee, Bobby Brown, John Diebler, and John Elmore. All right, and Bryce Brown gets in there too. No, and Dockage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, – I mean, how do you not take Diebler to win? Because I'm, I'm taking Fletcher McGee. But Fletcher McGee's like – and, and you know this more than anyone. There's just a difference in game shooting – and and three-point contest shooting and i think diebler is like a better set like set shooter but i feel like fletcher mcgee is so good off the dribble pull up three that's a great point i it's very it's i'm very proud of you for making that point because thank you the reason why and, and i think we talked about this on last episode like i kind of like am made for 
three-point contest, and I'm not, like, tuning my own horn or anything. I, I mean, I am, but I'm not trying to. It's, like, I don't jump a ton on my shot. I have a – you know, I can shoot a set shot and make a billion in a row because it takes, like, no effort because of the way I shoot. But then I get in a game, and I can't get my shot off the same way that other guys can because of the way they shoot. But those guys don't do as well in three-point contests. We're both great shooters. It's just two different kinds. And I think that's the same case with Fletcher McGee and Diebler. But I will say that Fletcher McGee is a robot in terms of he just doesn't miss. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I think that those are two – I mean, those two are the favorites, I would say. I mean, Bobby Brown, is he challenged us to a shooting contest. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe that will be the three-point contest. Speaking of that, let's get to our interviews. Bobby Brown from Overseas Elite slash Nick Young for a couple seconds. Jay Sean Tate from Big X. Oh, yeah, wait. If, if Overseas Elite has Nick Young, that changes the game again. Yeah. Sorry. But we don't, we don't think that's going to happen, and you'll hear. <laughs> but we're going to post our brackets on Twitter. So tell us what we got wrong, what we got right, and we'll find out the truth starting on July 4th. All right, we now welcome on to Inside TBT, getting ready for his second year with Overseas Elite, Bobby Brown. Bobby, welcome to the show. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Happy to be here. It was good. Of course, we're happy that you're here. That we are happy as well that you <laughs> are here. Sorry, I stumbled over my words there a little bit. You know, first question, Overseas Elite has four titles under their belt. Do you think they add it, – it's not really fair to add a guy like you. What do you think? Uh, I mean, that's what they're, the team had every, every season. They had firepower all over, um, uh, Kyle Fogg and, uh, CJ, I mean, Eric McCullough. So, uh, I'm trying to like, you know, fill that void, I guess. Uh, last year was my first year with the team, uh, with Pargo and, and Kane and DJ and those guys. Um, and it was fun. And they, we talked about it and, uh, definitely they, you know, brought the team back. We didn't know if he was going to have a, uh, TBT this summer because of you know the corona but uh, just me me being on the team you know that's just added added scoring added uh um and plus I know how to play with those guys anyway so uh, it makes life a lot easier for everybody so it's safe to say that you know it's not because of you joining that they lost their first game right <laughs> no it's definitely <laughs> not. And we talk about that all the time like man we used for joining our team. We lost. We lost our first game. I was like, nah, I couldn't even. I couldn't even play last time. My back was messed up. Um, but now, fully healthy, so we'll give it another run and try to get that five. So, if Overseas Elite is the is the Warriors of TBT, and mm -hmm. you were added kind of like as KD, KD, uh, <laughs> what does that make Joe Johnson? That's like Michael Jordan joining the Warriors. <laughs> Definitely, uh, it is. Uh, he did say that uh, last year when we like the Warriors in the TBT, and now adding uh, me and uh, also Joe, and then we have another uh, another uh, surprise. I don't think it's been uh, revealed yet, but the TBT world will soon see that. Two two new additions. So. Whoa! Keep All right. We won't we won't make you spill any beans, um, but uh, we do want to know how. What was your role in the recruitment of Joe Johnson and others? But I mean, we really care about ISO Joe. What was were you were you leading the recruitment process? Pargo was. Uh, Pargo called me and was like, "Yeah, Joe, Joe want to play. He trying to play in TBT." And we was like, "Yeah, he played with us for sure." Uh, <laughs> that that was an easy call. And uh, we got you know got his video, sent everything in. Now we all in a group chat, you know, talking amongst each other every day about you know 
the stuff that we got to go through to get to TBT and stuff like that. So he's been he's been cool uh, ever since you know recruiting him. That, that was so easy. Like Parker was like he want to play. It was like everybody agreed. Easy easy call. Yeah, sure. Let's add a let's add an all star to an NBA all star to the best team that's the TBT's <laughs> ever assembled. Anyway, sure. And I saw Joe man. Bobby, you uh. You've you've been around the NBA. You you've met a lot of people. Got a lot of NBA friends. Were there any guys that you reached out to join overseas elite that told you no? Uh, no, no, none of them told me no. They just said, uh, you know, every, obviously a lot of people have been calling them to try to get them on teams, um, but nobody said no. They said maybe um, I'll get back to you. When's the oh. deadline? Like nobody said no. Oh, Bobby, that's a nice way of saying no. You know that. Yeah, are they on the team? Are they on the team? You're going to see. Oh, okay. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. That's fine. I like that. Yeah. You're going to see. So so are you working on it? For for those of you that don't know, Bobby has his own clothing line. Are you working to get a uh, your company patch on the overseas elite jerseys? That would be dope. Um, I definitely, uh, I always, you know, every summer, last year was the first time, you know, with that team and I brought them all some merch of mine. Um, and every summer they've like, I've been giving them stuff all throughout the season, but that, that would be, that would be, um, that would be dope to have that on there. But if not, you know, I got some stuff, I can just give it out anyway. So. Yeah. You'll uh, just, just warm up in the shirts regardless. Yeah, who can look like it's overseas elite, what your ones look like. So <laughs> we'll see this summer how it go. What, um, go ahead, Joe. Uh, you you were talking about the group chat you guys are all in. What kind of shape are you guys in? Are you guys ready to roll? Have you guys had opportunities to, uh, I'm sure, not play together, but get in some sort of gyms? No, everybody. I mean, everybody is uh, in their you know, respective cities, working out, lifting weights, getting in the gym whenever they can. Um, I'm fortunate to have access to a gym um, here in L.A., uh, weight room and uh, gyms where we can play two-on-two, get some full court action in. Um, We just recently started doing that. But a lot of other guys, they've been doing the same. Um, And everybody looked like they've been in shape, Um, you know, working out, whether it's playing one-on-one or two-on-two. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get a chance to practice with each other until we get there. But uh, I think everybody will be in in shape by, by, you know, when we play July 9th. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's definitely safe to say that, uh, a team like you guys, you, you number one, you don't have to worry about the other guys being in shape because you guys are all pros, pros. But then also the chemistry is just, I mean, it's a, it's a foregone conclusion because of, you know, what we've already seen in the past. Is that just – do you guys even talk about how you're going to mesh on the court or is that just a wait-and-see type of deal? No, that's the way everything worked out. I mean, last year we, you know, we went to Richmond. It was everybody's first time. You know, it was a brand-new team except for JB, DJ, Kane, uh, they all been together in Pargo. You know, they all been together. And once the other new guys came in, we all just kind of jailed. Uh, everybody stuck to, you know, what they brought to the table. Um, and it was easy. Uh, I think it's going to be easy again this year because everybody's experienced. Everybody, you know, been on teams where they can score 40 or, you know, be the man. But now we got a gang of guys that got a specific role. You know, we got to win, what, four games. Yeah, we've seen we've seen uh, players in the past put nicknames on the back of their jersey. You know, oh. so, Jared Sullinger had Sully on his Sully. jersey instead of Sullinger. Maybe we'll get ISO Joe on the back of Joe Johnson's. What are the chances we get uh, downtown Bobby Brown on the back of your jersey? I mean, if it can fit on the back, I'll get it. 
Uh, definitely ISO Joe. That nickname is cold. So maybe he would do that. He had it in a in the big three, right? Yeah, I yeah. I think I have a little uh, vendetta against Joe Johnson because he stole my nickname. I was ISO Joe before him, so. Oh, were ISO Joe first? No, I, I mean not really. <laughs> but... <laughs> I need to see some video. What happens yeah. if you're What happens if your name is Joey and you're like a post up player? What's your nickname? Yeah, I don't think you get one for being a post-up player. Yeah, I don't you think know. so. Yeah, they, they called have... me – in college, they just called me Joey Buckets, so that's pretty self Joey, Joey Buckets is a good name, too. They called me Bobby Buckets in uh, Houston. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's good. That's that's a very self-explanatory nickname. It, it took me a long way, so I was a big big fan <laughs> of that nickname. When you played in Houston, you played with uh, with James Harden. Yeah. Were you surprised to ever get get the ball? Uh, what? Well, not really, because, you know, playing with him in the summer in the Drew League, like, I know, like, how he plays, and I know what spots to be in, so it never, it never, you know, stirred me off to be like, oh, he never gonna pass the ball, you know, because you just gotta be in the right area when he has the ball. Obviously, he plays one-on-one the whole game, you know, that's their offense, but uh, whenever I play with him, I found my way. What's he like in practice compared to in the games? Oh. It's the same. He goes hard. Um, he treats every practice like a game. Uh, he's first in, last to leave. Um, he all, he's always working on new stuff, like, every day. And uh, I've never seen nobody that, you know, led a game of basketball and, like, want to play and compete in the game and uh, in practice. So, uh, him and, like, Chris Paul are definitely those type of guys who, who love the game of basketball and they play in their sleep. Is uh, his step back a travel? Uh, sometimes, but he gets away with it, so. Yeah, only him, right? <laughs> only him, yeah, for sure, because it's hard to read those feet. His his footwork is crazy. Yeah, and then the other, my best take about James Harden is he has the most underrated celebration in the history of basketball. <laughs> when he dunks and covers his nose, like his nose is bleeding. His nose is bleeding, yeah. I mean, that's just, every time I remember, I'll be watching with my dad or something, and he'll be like, oh, my God, did he hit his face on the rim? Like, it's like, no, Dad, every time that's his celebration, and it never so fails. So funny, man. We first start doing it. We're like, man, you ain't even getting that high, man, to begin with. That's I think like if, Dirk, like, if Dirk did that, it would be so funny, you know? Yeah, because he can't jump. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is what I think. I think the impact of dunking for him is similar to the impact of when Meta World Peace elbowed oh, him yeah. as hard as possible in the yeah. head. So he's yeah. just thinking, oh, if I got that hard of impact, my nose must be bleeding. That was crazy. I don't know what Meta was thinking when he did that. Have you ever uh, lost your cool like that in a game? I have, in China. Well, can we get that story? I have. Um, I lost my cool a lot of times in China. I mean, because just the style of play, how they play out there is like, you know, if the guy's going off, try to take him out or try to, you know, play dirty and, you know, do dirty things. But uh, a guy hit me, my foot was messed up, and I went to the basket, he, like, stuck his foot out on purpose. And I, like, he hit my foot that was injured, tripped and fell, got up, and I, like, pushed him. Um, and then the referee, you know, broke it up, everything, but... It was a lot of that. Go like this. <laughs> <laughs> he started acting like I killed him when I pushed him. I'm like, all right, man. Did you – your game probably is made for that Chinese league, right? Oh, for sure. Um, and it was like an adjustment coming from uh, when I played EuroLeague in Siena. Because that next year I went to China and it was like 
okay, this is how we're gonna play. We score every time, you know. But I was I was fortunate though. My teammates were were, were pretty good. Uh, that's 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 hard to come by over there playing with uh, the Chinese. Do you remember the most threes you've ever had in a game? The most threes I made, yeah, I remember. Uh, I made fourteen in the Drew League, and then I made uh, twelve. Oh, that doesn't count. Drew League yeah, doesn't does. count. Yeah, it does. I made college. Twelve in college. Who was the game against? Uh, who did we play? Bethune, Bethune Cookman. That's got to be a record, right? For your for your yeah. school. Yeah. I've never. I mean, when our team I've never heard of anyone ever making yeah. twelve threes in in a game. Yeah, I made twelve and I made ten and eleven during that season. Well, last year you had a game in the TBT where you hit like four threes from one step inside <laughs> a half court. When you get going like that, whether it's you can shoot from anywhere or you're making a thousand in a row, do you feel like you're in a zone or are you just choosing to shoot more? No, I definitely feel like I'm in a zone. If I see one or two go in, the next one is the next three is definitely going up. Um, but yeah, I mean that's been my motto, especially now getting older. Uh, being able to shoot the ball, and then I started, you know, shooting it from further because, you know, people don't play defense out there. So, it's like, all right, I'm going to just shoot it from here. <laughs> is, so, I try to practice that as much as possible. In the, I don't know how aware you are of the TBT rosters this year, but there are, like, seven elite shooters. Like, that's, like, a new theme this year. You know, like, yeah. Carmen's crew has John Diebler. But then this year they've added guys like, Fletcher McGee, all-time leading NCAA three-pointer. Yeah. Bill Forte, who obviously he shoots from the parking lot also. Bryce Brown. Do you think that you are the best shooter in the TBT? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of – like you just said, it's a lot of good shooters out there. We're just going to have to see, you know, when uh, the game's on the line to see who, who, who can uh, who can outshoot who. <laughs> Wait, you cut out for a second. Did you say, yes, you are, and everyone else sucks? I think that's what you said. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> no. Can we assume that if there's a three-point contest, you'll be in it? I'm definitely going to be in it. Uh, I was in my first three-point contest this past season in Greece um, ever, and I won. And it was like, you know, it was a great experience because I'd never been in a three-point contest. Did the winner get a rack of lamb euro? (laughs) No, we had some after the game, though. (laughs) Oh, man. I remember my first three-point contest, obviously, being Joey Buckets. Like, you know, I'm a good shooter. Yeah, yeah. For sure. My first three-point contest was in high school. And uh, we were playing for uh, the regional championship, which is a big deal in Illinois. Uh The three-point contest was right before the game. I literally could care less about the three-point contest. I was like, let's just get to this game. I'm, like, really nervous. Like, I've never been nervous for for a game like this. And I went, like, five for 15. And my best friend, who who was also on the team but didn't play, like, he kind of stunk. Shout out to Dylan. He won. So He won it. What? He said he won the three-point contest? Yeah, he won and advanced to the, to the state finals or whatever. So, like, I was like, okay, if I'm going to lose, at least it's to him. But, like, it's so funny how people – I remember my, my friends were all like, what happened? And I was like, I, dude, I don't even remember being in the three-point contest. We got, we got a game to play. Right. Get but, this over. Gotta play. Yeah. But then, you know, it, it, I got better. I won in college. So, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's where I got the nickname from that one. <laughs> Bobby, going back a little bit to uh, – I love saying your name, by the way, Bobby. Going back uh, <laughs> going back to, you know, you spent a lot of time in the NBA. Are there any NBA players that you played with that you think would – well, I mean, 
most of the NBA players would, would be able to dominate in TBT. But is there anyone specifically whose game really would work for TBT? Game who will work for TBT. I think Montrez would destroy the TBT. Ooh, that's Montrez, a good answer. Montrez Harrell. Um, Lou Will, for sure. Uh, who else would dominate? How about guys that you'd like to see in it who who aren't in the NBA, aren't in TBT, but can still be? Nick Young? That's that's our that's that's our vote. Him and yeah. J.R. Smith would, would would dominate, right? AR too. JR and Nick Young for sure dominate. Matter of fact, I need to I need to uh, <laughs> I need to make a call real quick after this after this. Would you would you do a live recruitment of Nick Young right now on the podcast? That would be hilarious. Would you would I don't even know what he's doing right now. You trying to play in the TBT? I'm going to call him right now. Hold on. Yeah, call him. All right, let's see. If he answers the phone. If he says something wild, we'll cut it out. Don't worry. <laughs> if he doesn't answer, think of someone else, then we could call. <laughs> <laughs> what is this song he got on his phone? Nick Young. What up? What's up, Nicholas? What's the deal? What you doing, man? You trying to you trying to play the TBT? Who <laughs> <laughs> y'all playing though? Man, don't. Who, who, where are we playing in Ohio? I'm playing, man. I'm playing. Are you gonna play for real? Yeah, I'm gonna play for real. Play. So if we give we ask you for the video, you gonna send the video? Okay. Nick Young is gonna play with us. All right, who's on our team, though, man? Man, you seen who on my team on my IG, man? Everybody gonna show up, man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna text you. So send me the video. For sure, for sure. All right. If you send the video, we got Nick Young on our team, and y'all the first to see it. Wow. Wow. Breaking news on Inside TBT. Nick uh, Young, uh, no chance he plays, but he just said he's going to play. <laughs> according, according to Bobby Brown's sources, that he's no chance he plays, even though we just heard that he's going right. to play. He said he's going to play. We'll see. Bobby, that was, that was pretty easy to get you to make that phone call. You want to see what James Harden's up to? <laughs> <laughs> hey, James, you trying to play the TBT? He's going to say beat it. No way. <laughs> So, who of your uh, former NBA teammates would you say you're still the the closest with? Um, definitely James, CP, Trev. Obviously, is my best friend. I talk to him every day. Um, Pat, Pat Bev, and Trev. I talk to them a lot. All of my guys, especially they out here in LA. So, I have uh, uh, I have a very funny Patrick Beverly story. Pat um, Bev. Oh yeah, he from he from Chicago. Yeah, so we work out at the same gym. Uh, when I was back when I was in my prime, uh, <laughs> don't work out there anymore. Um, but he always obviously got the individual attention. You know, I was with two or three of my buddies working out. Um, and, and this was like strength and conditioning, not basketball. And yeah. uh, there was one day where he was in there, um, doing curls and, uh, and tricep extensions and every rep he did, this was right after they lost, uh, shoot, might've been, you might've been on the team too and lost the Warriors in the conference finals. 
Mm. Every rep, he was going, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. <laughs> and I looked over at, at his trainer, who was also working out us, and he and I said, he looked at me and said, this MFR is insane. <laughs> everything is, everything. It was definitely like uh, just those battles with him in practice, and it, that's how hard he goes, and there, he got his own, you know, way of working. That's that for sure. Can you imagine for a reason? Can you imagine how frustrated someone would be if they're showing up to their TBT game and they see Patrick Beverly oh, is going to be guarded them? <laughs> They'll be pissed. Oh, what's <laughs> worse? But I don't even want to ask you this. But it's kind of like Aaron Kraft guarding you. Is that not? I I went. I played at Ohio State, so I. That's my Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to bring too much up about Carmen's crew. The, the team that's giving you guys are only loss, you know. I was there. I was on the I was on the bench. I'm your group tonight. Went between Kane's legs and he picked it up and laid it up. I never seen nothing like that. That might be that's that's one that's probably the highlight from last year's tournament. But I mean, like, how does that not get played more? Like wow. in the, I don't know. He he's unbelievable because the dude is is the Brett Favre of the TBT where he's just retiring and going to med school, but now he's back and then he's going yeah. to just. <laughs> He's unbelievable, but this is actually his last year, so you'll be you'll you're lucky. You might only you might not even have to face him again. Yeah, we're gonna see. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Bobby, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a really annoying media question. You ready? Last year against Carmen's Crew, did Carmen's Crew win the game or did you guys lose the game? We lost. <laughs> we Good lost. And we came back and cut the lead down, and the ball went between Kane's legs, and he got the ball and laid it out. I never, that's what I said. That's, if Kane would have just kicked the ball or anything, like anything could have happened in that situation, but it popped out and he laid it up and scored a game over. Have you seen the Aaron? I, I would imagine you haven't, but he has a highlight tape called like the Iron Man of college basketball, where it's just him diving for loose balls and like running into. It's on YouTube? Yeah, it's something. <laughs> It's it's like Cinderella Man by Eminem is the soundtrack, and it's got some it's got some real basketball highlights like him making threes and stuff. Um, no, but like no. there's he he there's one play against Michigan State where it's like an out of bounds and the ball's just dribbling around. Someone picks it up, is about to pass it to someone for a layup like right under the hoop, and he full out Superman dives on it, <laughs> intercepts it, lands on it, gets clearly gets the wind knocked out of him, calls timeout, and just lays on his back for, like, 30 seconds. I got to watch it. It's on YouTube. What I type in? Just type his name in? Yeah, you just Aaron Kraft College Basketball Highlights. You, you'll laugh because it's – that's – you'll be like, okay, now I understand why that ball went through his legs and he got it later <laughs> then because it's just – that's what happens when you play Aaron Kraft. Man. Bobby, so you guys got a you guys got a bye to the round of sixteen, and you play the winner of Armored Athlete and Power of the Paw. And Power of the Paw is a Clemson alumni. How much do you know about those two teams? How much are you scouting right now? Um, I haven't. Uh, we're um, should we, obviously we're about to have to start. Um, I don't know who's on either team. Um, I don't think we. Ne I never played against either one of those teams in the TBT, even when I was with. Uh, my own team when I play, um, but we definitely gonna look at, look into it and then check things. I know our coach is probably putting together some stuff for that. Once we get down there, he's pretty uh he's pretty you know about that. He always have like scout reports, shit like that. I'd be like, oh okay, <laughs> let's get it going. There's a reason why you guys are are the elite of the elite of the TBT. Nah, yeah, we 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 definitely watch. We definitely see who we playing against. We know. That's good. Well, Andrew is a free agent. 
for TBT fan fandom. Oh, so, so you got to convince him because you know where my allegiance is, but you got to convince him of why he should be rooting for overseas elite this year in the tournament. Why? Yeah. Should, okay. Tell He's us. Not rooting. I have not, I have not, I have not decided who I'm rooting for this summer, but I want to root for the champs. So what do you got for me? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you definitely should do that because, you know, we got, we got all the ammo, we got experience. Uh, We got some winners, a lot of winners on the team. That's one on the highest level. So we're going to try to mix all that in and get another one, but you definitely should be rolling with the, with the Warriors. As far as uh, pump up, Speeches go. That's pretty weak, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, do you guys take disrespect to uh, not being the number one overall seed? I know Carmen's Cruz is the defending champs, but in terms of championships, it's four to one. Yeah, uh, not really. I mean, we're just gonna get on the court and just win four games. That's how we try to see it. We try to look at it one game at a time. Don't matter about the seeding. It's all the same. No, I, I, no doubt about that. That's why they <laughs> play the games. That's what a, a wise man once said. Yep. Bobby, before we uh, before we wrap things up, do you have any questions for Joey and I? Anything at all? We may know more than you about TBT. We may, may know something that is about to happen that's going to scare overseas elite. But any questions that you have, we can answer them. Or any questions not about the TBT? If you if you're if you're curious about anything, we're we're here to answer some questions. We got time for you. No, I mean, I'm pretty – I know, was, I mean, you know, what's going on as far as the TDT and, the like, everything we got to go through to get there and taking the tests and everything. But uh, personally, both of y'all, we need to have a shootout, three-point shootout. Oh, please, please. Uh, you know you know, you're looking at the Metro Media Jam. Yeah, you said Joey Buckets, and I want to see, you know, what your three ball look like, and I'm going to bring some stuff for y'all too, man. Perfect. Bobby, awesome. we got to tell you, so NBA All-Star Weekend, there was a uh, Metro by T-Mobile Media Jam for media <laughs> in the area, and Joey and I – What happened? What happened? Joey and I – Got to be in it, okay? And it was it was two it was two events. The first event was like you get fifty seconds or a minute to shoot from all over the court. Certain spots are worth certain points, and one of the things you had to do was shoot over Taco Fall. <laughs> oh wow! So I won that event, but then that was seeding for the final round, which was knockout. <laughs> and Joey and I got to the final two of knockout, but then the college basketball vet got the best of me. So we were the final two, and Joey was crowned the champ, but we were the Metro Media Day. Oh, did y'all think? Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, okay. To be fair, if you saw the competition we were playing against, you wouldn't be very impressed. But, <laughs> but I, all I know is that I have a gigantic purple basketball trophy in my room now. So. Oh, yeah. You mean you did what you had to do. You won, yeah, so. <laughs> Still got to make the shots, you know. No matter who it was against. Yeah, you know he's he's talking about a trophy that thing you don't have from the TBT yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get one for sure. All right, no, that's a no, challenge. Oh man, well, Bobby, we we appreciate you coming on. Um, we appreciate you trying to to buy us with some gear. That's big time because we we can be bought. There's no doubt about that. So you definitely gained some more fans than us, and and we will be rooting for overseas elite. There's no doubt about that.
Oh, yeah, appreciate it, man. We'll Hopefully see you. you get we'll see you in the round of 16. Oh, yeah, Nick Young. We got to get Nick Young. <laughs> <laughs> he about to text me right now. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. All right, man. Y'all take care. You too. All right, we now welcome on to Inside TBT, Ohio State alumni and making his TBT debut here in a couple weeks with Big X, Jay Sean Tate. JT, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me, man. That I got to get on here and talk to you guys about it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, – you know, you you know the deal with us. You you've been on our, our other show before, but tell us about your TBT journey. I want to hear because you are you are a hot commodity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so first year, last year I was supposed to play with. Was that last year? Or was that two years? Two ago? years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Wow. See, I'm getting old. But, <laughs> uh, broke my finger in summer league, so couldn't play uh, because because of that. Then last year, um, I was on Big X again, and um, leading up to it, I just had a couple NBA opportunities um, that I decided to go to, and I didn't want to, you know, risk getting hurt out there. And, you know, coming to this year and, you know, the whole pandemic, and there's not a lot of, um, you know, eyes. So I'm using this, like, you know, as an advantage to, you know, have people look at us play and get scouts, but also just another opportunity to play with, you know, guys I got to grow up with playing to get, playing with and against, you know, Nick Ward, Javon Best, my boy AD, CJ, you know, so it's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, I think we have a pretty good squad. You really are, now that you're saying it out loud, you are the glue. You connect every single piece on the team, really, you know? That's crazy. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I want to say I'm I'm the glue. Yeah, yeah, I won't say that either. But you are the connector between. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think mostly, majority, everybody on the team I had a relationship with um, prior uh, to the Big X. That's for sure. I heard that uh, you were going to petition to change the name to Tate's team. Is that correct? <laughs> no, no. I the only thing I did tell AD is we had to get out of those green and yellow jerseys. Oh. Terrible. It's too late, though, I think. Yeah, it's cool. You know, we're going we to win it, whatever. But those, those things, no. Well, Doc, I, won't, I don't, I don't want to uh, release this to the public, but Doc told me what number he is. Do you know what number he is? No, nah, I don't. I don't. It's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's not what you would expect, and he, and he doesn't understand why. It's almost like they're out to get him, but, but it's pretty funny. I don't want to ruin the surprise for everyone else, though. I'm excited. I'm, I need to know. I'm going to ask you after this. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. But in all, in all seriousness, actually, this isn't that serious of a question. Who was who, the guy who was um, the lead recruiter for you? Was it Dockage or was it CJ? Everybody knows it's Dockage, man. Like, he wouldn't leave <laughs> ever, man. He's been talking about this since last TBT. So, like, he's, he's one of those guys that's going to be hard. Um, yeah hard on it, man. And, you know, he just, you know, continue to put it in my ear and, you know, ah, I'll see, I'll see. And, you know, like with the circumstances and, you know, um, what's on the line and it's in the roster he helped put together. Uh, we'll see what we can do. All right. On a scale of uh, Joey Lane 
to Zion Williamson. How how big of a bag did Dockets drop to get you on the squad? <laughs> nah, man, it wasn't even like that. Like I said, um, of course, we always play for, the, you know, there's a lot of money on the line. But honestly, just being able to take the court with, you know, like I said, those guys that I used to play with um, in high school and in college, like that's that's one of the, the, the main things I'm getting out of this is just like, We'll probably never be able to do something like this and play for something like this um, in our professional careers. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, you're kind of hoping that you you never really have to play in the TBT again, you know, for for good reason. You know, you mentioned that you're using it as like a quote unquote tryout. Tryout's probably not the right word, but to a showcase. You know, yeah. is that is that a big part of the mentality coming into this? Um, I wouldn't even say that it was, like you said, not a tryout, but I mean, there's literally nothing being broadcast on TV. So there's going to be someone watching. You never know what's watching. You never know, um, what opportunities can be open, uh, anytime you're on, you know, TV, uh, playing on a big stage and yeah, like at the end of the day, it's a lot of money on the line as well. Like that's, you know, people haven't been able to, uh, work since, I don't know, March. So, like, I know there's going to be a lot of competition. Um, I know my, my team is motivated, and uh, we'll see what happens on the floor. How far do you, in your opinion, think Big X needs to get in this tournament for you to say, all right, this is worth it? Um, I was, like I said, it's going to be worth it, like, even just practicing for me, like, like just being able to play again, like that—that's dope. Like we haven't been able to play organized ball in so long, um, but uh, for us to have, you know, a real shot, I just think like we just gotta learn how to play with each other. So that five days leading up is gonna be real important. And once we get those jitters out and get more comfortable, game one, um, I'm looking. I'm planning on first, second half of game one that everybody will fill it out and know know how to play with each other and from there just take on take on whatever's next so I got a snapchat from your from your GM slash coach slash player Andrew Dockich the other day that said does this look like the face of a starter in the TBT and I and I'm sure you got that snapchat too I responded to it and said no uh, there's no way you're starting on that good of a team is that <laughs> can you make sure that that my man is not playing more than 15 minutes he might he might die man i'm not gonna lie man that dude he's been working hard <laughs> that dude's been the gym. <laughs> he texted me this morning at four in the morning like early bird gets the worm <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is motivated that's for sure like you know he's golfing he's not always playing at four in the morning I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but I know I get a text at four and I'm like, I'm still sleeping. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's taking this real serious. I mean, he lost a ton of weight. Uh, he looks good, man. And, um, you know, we'll see. If he gets hot, he might have to stay in. <laughs> so, like Maryland hot. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or the one shot against Michigan State, which finds its way on Twitter at least once a week. Oh, yeah. I was just about to bring that up. I see that clip every week. Every week. Like yeah. usually usually Sports Center does like on this day four years ago, but they do like on this day three years and seventeen days ago. Like they do whatever <laughs> they could do to get that shot on on ESPN every day. It's a big shot though. That's a big shot. Huge. 
But serious question. This one actually is serious. <laughs> so, so we talked to Brandon Paul the other day, and he said that he was highly recruited for TBT, a bunch of different teams throughout the years. Were you really big X or bust this year, or did you have a couple of uh, teams in your ear? Oh, um, nah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just felt like with Big X, um, you know, I was supposed to play with them two years in a row, you know? So, like, I knew if I was going to play in TBT, I, like, got Doc's hopes up so many times in the last two years. I couldn't do it for a third time, man. And like I said, um, I like the young group he put together. I think we're um, athletic. Defensively, we're going to be a nightmare because we have so many people who can guard multiple positions. And, um, yeah, like, it's going to be fun. We um, we talked a lot about this team um, in terms of, number one, you guys are probably the youngest team in the entire tournament. Why do you think that's an advantage? Because a lot of people, like Seth Greenberg, thinks it's like a huge di- – he's like, no chance they win. He no doesn't chance. think you guys should even come out. And yeah. <laughs> what, what do you have to say about all, the, all the, has- the haters and the naysayers and the doubters about your young squad? Hey, man, we, we just going to let the hate and keep coming, man. We, we, we build off of that. You know, we've been counted out so many times in the past – like, that's just – that's nothing, man. So, let them think whatever. Um, you know, we're going to come out swinging. And before you know it, you playing catch-up. So, uh, that's our mindset. You know, control what we can control. Yeah, we're a young team, but, um, you know, there's some positives in that. And uh, we're going to just try to do that. Another advantage you guys have is that you've won a tournament since uh, you've been able to, to play in these kind of winner-take-all NCAA tournament-style tournaments. Your your uh, your teammate Nate Mason. I don't know if Vince Edwards is on Purdue or not, but I know Nate Mason's on Team CP3. You gotta you gotta have the biggest advantage on all those guys, right? Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a different game, but um, <laughs> uh, and a, a little more money, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I think it's we gotta go in with that same focus. Like, like we're the best team in the in the in the tournament and uh, take it one game at a time. I know there's a big target on one game or getting to one game, but I think we just got to handle whoever we're playing that night. So, For those that don't understand what I'm saying, JT won um, that three-on-three senior college tournament where they were like throwing duffel bags of money at him and stuff. So it's just kind of funny. It's very similar to the TBT just in terms of it's just like, hey, man, if you don't win, sorry, goodbye, you know. So, so yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh jt i got a i got a really important question for you what would be a bigger honor for you after tbt you get a text from an nba gm and they say we saw you dominate tbt we want you guaranteed contract you're in or getting a text from sully that says we saw you in the tbt this year you got a spot on carmen's crew for tbt 2021 um <laughs> hearing from both because one like uh you know getting that from og sully like that's something you know that's big bro and uh you know, that that mean we doing something right. I mean we winning some games if you texting it, that's for sure. So but nah, like it's always been a dream to play in the NBA and uh, like I said, you never know who's watching and um, you know, I think my my whole team has that mindset. 
we're all in that same boat, boat trying to get um, seen by, you know, coaches and scouts. And like, like I said, this is another audition, uh, which adds more fuel to our fire. We, we've talked about – we've had episodes where we talk about some guys um, who we think are, you know, in a different league in terms of just individual talent in the TBT. And obviously you weren't on that list because you weren't playing, but now you absolutely are. Um, are there any guys that you've seen from afar that you're like, I really want my shot at him? <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a specific guy, but of course, like, you know, um, Carmen's crew, like those guys are from the same, same, you know, basically same background as me, you know, Ohio State, Brotherhood, all that. We got come, some of the new school coming in. They got the old school. So it would be cool to, you know, match up uh, with them. And it sucks that there won't be any fans because I know that game would have been loud. But um, that would be pretty cool to play against those guys in an organized game. You I got think the TBT would go crazy with a U-versus-Jeff Gibbs matchup. I mean, they, they <laughs> would – oh, my God, they, they'd love it. Listen, he's strong. Y'all don't even know. I'm not getting in the <laughs> down with that dude. He is strong, man. That's the dude, though. Yeah. Have you done any research on your first-round matchup against the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs? I have not yet. I literally, um, you know, got on the team literally like two days ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, whatever they send me um, – I definitely will take a look at, but other than that, we're just trying to, you know, figure out more about each other, you know, um, before leading up to the quarantine bubble. But you know the Elam ending, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do, what are your thoughts on that as a whole? And then you don't have to share your strategy, but what do you think some things that might work better versus some things you might want to stay away from? Um, I would say – I mean, the only strategy is really to just be up in the fourth. <laughs> but, um, no, um, I like that ending. I can't, it kind of, like, even puts a more – it intensifies the game even more. And, um, you know, you got to be able to get big stops and, you know, make big plays. And I think that's what a lot of people want to see, a lot of the viewers want to see. And um, those are the best games to win. My, my follow-up question kind of, not about the Elam ending, but we talked about Ohio State. A lot of people from Buckeye Nation have not seen you play since you were in college. And I'll speak for you. Your game has kind of changed, you know, in terms of before it was JT's going to go left, you can't stop him, he'll score 20 points inside the lane. Now he can step out and knock the three ball down at a consistent rate – can you can you elaborate on what you've been improving on and what Ohio State fans should expect to see? Yeah, um, you know, when I come in town, it's always going to be a show. You know, just playing hard, just providing that spark for my team. Um, yeah, my game has changed a little bit, but, um, you know, I still have those same intangibles I did when I was in college, just a little more polished. So uh, I think just coming in is just doing whatever we need to win. And, you know, if that's making threes or – get into the cup at the end of the day you're gonna go to your bread and butter you know so um, it's gonna be fun that's for sure so I'm, I'm pretty sure that because you played in the NBL this year correct yeah so the NBL just announced a, a few weeks ago that they're adding the Elam ending to overtime for their games mm. 
So a hypothetical that you're back in the NBL next year, which we're all hoping you're in the NBA, but hypothetical you're back in the NBL, it's not going to be fair if games go into overtime because you'll have already played in the Elo Bending. Yeah, hey, we I hopefully, you know, there wasn't even a lot of – I don't even know. Like, it's really tough to go into OT over there for some reason, man. Those games get up uh, quick. But, no, nah, that would be dope. Uh, like I said, like, I can only uh, imagine how, you know, you going into the playoffs, last game of the playoffs, and this Elam ending. Like, that's going to be dope. That'd be pretty uh, cool. Who who makes more threes in the first game against the underdogs, you or Dockage? <laughs> oh, God. I hope me or, you know, but you never know. Like I it's said. It's a race to two. <laughs> this is something we've seen. Like, we can't act like I haven't seen it. So, you know, he's been working hard. He 4 a.m. running. Like, he might be ready. We might see the best version of Andrew Dockage. <laughs> The engraved Andrew Dockage in my mind is two things. Number one, it's against Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament when they left him – or no, Sandy, uh, South Dakota State, when they left him wide open and he went one for like eight. And then number two is I came back to campus this year and, you know, he's in the gym all the time working out with the guys, whatever. Um, he just lives in the gym. And I hadn't touched the basketball in like four months and – we had, you know, we did the Celtic shooting or whatever, and I and I won because it's just different. It's a different league, man. You know, it's those who can and those who can't, bro. Like you said, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. No, I just the truth of the matter is, I would I could only bash on Dockage because I'm not out there. You know, <laughs> that's I'm turning into that guy that's saying, you know, oh man, don't let me don't let me lace them back up, and you don't want to see that. And then I'll just never do it. So, I guess what I'm saying is, if you guys need a shooter, I'm available. <laughs> hey, we got a. Hey, we might. You never no. know, man. Oh, oh you <laughs> almost said. You almost said. Don't worry, we already got a lot of shooters. <laughs> we saw you. You wanted to say that. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not offended. Don't you guys got a squad? He just. I don't know how dedicated is he getting up at 4 a.m. No, know. I'm not dedicated. I wake up. I walk downstairs, I sit in my computer for hours at work, and and maybe I get on the golf course. You need a, you need a guy to play golf? I got you. So you, you might get hurt out there. I can't have you out there. You're not I ready. might. I, don't, I couldn't make it. The first four minutes of the game, you know how you get so tired in the first four minutes, doesn't matter how good a shape you're in? Facts. I, I couldn't make it. No chance. Couldn't make it. I'd be scared for myself to go out, to go out and play a legitimate, like, getting screened type of game you know i don't do well with screens like be, be trouble he's silly man <laughs> jt you look like you kind of uh thinned out a little bit you look good yeah man trying to trying to cut up a little bit had to change my diet up um just trying to be prepared for you know whatever i think with this whole corona thing you kind of had to you couldn't work out so um just you know taking more of a you know, mature approach to that, and then finally getting back in the gym and able to run up and down like you just put two and two together. So you haven't – I know you're in Houston. You haven't had much Whataburger then? Nah. I went <laughs> – I did go once. I and? did. I didn't get a burger, though. I got a chicken sandwich. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the best, the honey butter chicken biscuit. It's not called – it's not called right. a – it's not called what a chicken sandwich. I did it right, though. Oh, it was cool. It wasn't – I don't know. It wasn't – We played – um, 
when we played my senior year in the tournament, we were in Tulsa and they had a Whataburger and one of my teammate, one of our teammates is from Houston and he basically forced us to get it. It was fine. Just no, nothing right home about. I feel the same way about in and out. It's all right. Me I guess. Too. Oh, never forget when we were in Vegas and Eagle surprised us. Like we're going to in and out. Everyone gets two burgers, whatever. And we were all like, really? <laughs> is that an NCAA like, violation? No. Mm. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> we're allowed to get fed. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, in and out. I think I know you haven't had very many of these fast food burgers lately, but I think Shake Shack's probably my number one. I don't know. I haven't been I haven't been there in a while. Okay. All right. Like, Andrew, since- do you have a you have an opinion? JT and I have kind of been hitting the diets hard. We're we're kind of off off fast food burgers right now. I'm off that. I can't. Yeah, if if Q saw me get in the gym right now, he would first of all, he would say, Congratulations. Clearly you're doing something that that you yeah, you've been wanting to do your whole life, which is not work out. And then he would say, Um, let's get in the bod pod. <laughs> he loved that dang on bod pod, man. <laughs> JT, I know I'm fat. I know. I know. <laughs> exactly. I would go in there. I'm like, Q. I had surgery three months ago. This is the first day that I've been allowed to jog. Like, I'm fat. You don't have to tell me the numbers. <laughs> oh, and then Coach Rich, who all he had was that thing that just like squeezed you. I was like eight percent body fat when I came in, and then I got skinnier with Q, and I was more because Coach Rich just like pinch three things and be like, ah, you're good. <laughs> JT, before we, uh, before we let you go, you know, Joey obviously has an allegiance to Big X, his former teammates. Pitch to people who aren't Joey that are excited about TBT, why they should be on board for Big X like yourself this summer. Because we, you know, we're the new boys on the block, man. You know, we got the youngest team. We'll take that underdog approach, and uh, we're going to do it in style. We're going to have a show. It's tough to be the underdog when you're playing the lowest seed that has underdog in their name. <laughs> but I, like, I like where you're coming from. <laughs> hey, hey, they, got, they might have a similar mindset, man, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, Jay Sean Tate, thank you. Looking forward to watching you play. Joey, you look like you got one last thing. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, JT, you know the drill – before you leave, do you have any questions for us? Oh, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, laugh. <laughs> we, we have some unreleased drive the lane footage that we may, we may let out eventually. Yeah, we, I don't know if we have to do that. <laughs> I got no more questions. None. <laughs> All right, good. Well, JT, we, uh, we'll see you. Well, I'll see you in Columbus, hopefully, whether, it, whether it's in the bubble or outside the bubble. Um, yeah. I'll be there. So, um, Hopefully we'll, we might get you on again during like one of your practices for a little quick little, uh, hey, how you doing type of deal. So we'll see you again soon. All right, we hope you guys enjoyed those interviews with uh, Bobby Brown and Jay Sean Tate. You know, we got the tournament coming up here real soon. We got some fun things that we're going to be doing. Our content's going to be looking a little different. Might not be as many full episodes, not Tuesdays, Thursdays necessarily, but we will be around. We will be interviewing the guys you want to hear from because we are just as, if not more excited than you about the TBT.
I mean, it's safe to say we're more excited. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, like Andrew said, um, it's safe to say that you shouldn't expect a concrete schedule from us um, moving forward because we're going to be playing um, by what happens with the TBT. You know, certain guys will be practicing and we're going to be able to give you guys a glimpse of what it looks like in there. Um, we're going to be able to interview guys when they're doing events with their team, when they're all quarantined together in a bubble. Like, it's going to be different. Um, expect to see stuff on all different forms of social media, whether it's a, um, a clip on Instagram, a clip on Twitter, um, a short podcast episode, like a compilation of all those short interviews. Who knows? But it's going to be different, and it's going to be more exciting, and it's going to be easier to, like, absorb um, just because it'll be short little bits. But it'll be really, really fun. We've got some exciting stuff planned. Yeah, but we wanted to, you know, give a, an awesome episode this this week, or actually an awesome two episodes with Marcus Keene, Brandon Paul, and then Bobby Brown slash kind of Nick Young and Jay Sean Tate. Um, we really have covered a lot of bases. There's a lot of guys and teams that, you know, we wish we could have gotten or we didn't get, but we can tell you this, if, there, if something and someone comes up during the tournament, we will have them on. All you need to do is ask – ask and you shall receive ladies and gentlemen we're playing basketball here in less than two weeks yeah what is the actual when this releases it'll be 12 days i think 12 days until christmas yeah even though we don't really On know the that 12th like. day of tbt marcus keen gave to me 12 deep threes and a Nick Young phone call. All right. Yeah, wait, wait, let's, yeah. 12, 12, Marcus Keene threes. 11, Jay Sean Tate dunks. 10, Brandon Paul normal answers. <laughs> 9, John Elmore giggles. 8, Fletcher McGee doesn't know what the Elam ending is because you had eight points. 7, JP Makura giving us straight face answers six um six five golden eagles that we yeah, haven't interviewed yet that six, we will <laughs> six six dockage half court shots that are shown on twitter every day five, five golden, golden eagles, eagles. Four. four point shot will be added soon <laughs> three pointers are awesome when they're from our friends that should be in the three-point contest Two pairs of socks from the money team for us. Wait, wait. And one million dollars to the winner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The 12 things of TBT. TBT. The 12 things of TBT presented by Germus Masks. If your mask is, what was the song from earlier? Brought to you by nobody. <laughs> All right. This is a fun episode. That about got, wraps it up. <laughs> we just we got way too silly here tonight, but that's what we do on Inside Silly TBT. We have fun. And ladies and gentlemen, we're playing basketball real soon. Joey's moving into Nationwide Arena. We'll see you guys very, very soon. <laughs>